Well, welcome to another edition of the Social Proof Podcast. We have some more social proof. This is real social proof, okay? Not people who are teaching off a theory or what they think or what sounds good because a lot of motivational speakers are motivating people to be successful, but they're not even successful by their own standard. But we got Max Maxwell, somebody that's really successful with a cool name. What's going on, man? What's up, brother? How you doing? Thanks for having me. Oh, thanks. First off, I got to tell y'all, all the other podcasts, okay, I do them at the E-Complex in Atlanta. But uh, Max has his own. It's like, it's kind of like the E-Complex, okay? <laughs> Just times 10, okay? And uh, he probably put a lot more money into his space. But it looks the same on camera. I will give you credit. So I did come to the E-Complex mm -hmm. for the sole purpose to see how you had it built to come back here and build something. So I did it after you. So it's like, if you sent me the, the beat and the verse after, I, I had to kill it. That's real. I ain't mad at that. And I want to jump straight into that because... What, what so impresses me about what you do, and uh, I'll let you introduce yourself, is you find a model and you just make it your own model. Like, you're not a reinvent the wheel type person. No, I'm not. So explain to people what you do, and uh, yeah, we'll start right there. Um, I'm, a, I'm a real estate investor. Uh, a category that I thrive in and invest in real estate is wholesaling. Um, so I, I wholesale a lot of properties a month. And for you that don't know what it is, just look that up. But mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a way to become uh, rich in real estate in order to, if you don't have, you know, a lot of capital up front. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what it is. And I, I do a lot of videos on how I do it. Right, right. Yeah. And you've been wholesaling for, what, 10, 12 years now? Nah, about two and some two years in, in a little bit. Hold on, nah, because you said you ran, a, you did seven figures last year. Yeah. Which means last year, the year before that, a little bit before the year before that, you were doing what? Zero. I was broke in my mom's house. I, lived, I was living, I had to move back home with my mom at like 30, 31. So your life can change in two years? Absolutely. I mean, it took 10 years to get here, but it can change in two years. All right. So how did you start? I want to know like the drama of the story, like when you knew this is going to be it. Um, so, you know, I had an app company. Um, that we went out, we raised some money, not enough. We couldn't finish the build of the product. And uh, I had quit my job that I had working in the marketing world while I was touring and stuff, working for some big companies. Mm -hmm. And then I, I uh, stumbled upon wholesale and real estate and I got totally involved. Nah, fam, not to stumble upon. Yeah. You know how people be like, yo, all uh, right, so I, give you the I came over a house, one thing led to the next, we got six kids. It's I got crazy. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know how we got into it. Talk to me. Um, so I had a friend, his dad um, is in real estate, and I went to his house and I overheard them talking about real estate, and his dad had a little, his dad's a teacher, and he, like, not a teacher in the sense he, he just, he loves sharing with people. So he, he mentioned one thing that, you know, wholesaling was something you could do and get into at a low, had a low barrier of entry into real estate. And at that time I was broke, broke, mm -hmm. you know, like, you know, broken and there's broke, broke. Mm -hmm. I was broke, broke. And after I heard the word wholesaling, that's all I had to do. And I went home and I literally Googled it, YouTubed it. And three weeks I didn't come out of my room pretty much like on for unnecessary using the bathroom and eating. That was it. And I literally learned wholesaling. Mm -hmm. At least I thought I knew wholesaling. I learned enough to go out there and take action. And in three weeks, I, 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 left, I left the house, got in my 04 Volkswagen Jetta that had a bad starter. I got in that thing, and I went driving around what they call drive for dollars. Mm -hmm. And I went into an old neighborhood that I, that I used to live in. And I found a house. And 
you know, t t uh, two weeks after that, almost two weeks after that, I made $14,000. And then, then when I held that $14,000 check in my hand, I was like, okay, I know this is real. So I took about 10 hours worth of work to make 14 grand. And I was like, okay. Then the next week I made seven grand. And then I was like, okay, this is real, real. Right. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, here, here we are today. We've done hundreds of deals. And, uh, mm. you know, we don't stop. I got, a, I got a staff of 10 people and we run it. Unbelievable. Locking in for three weeks, <clears throat> that level of focus. Have you always had that level of focus? I've, I've been known to come <clears throat> obsessed with things. Um, I've always been an entrepreneur. I've probably had nine, ten failed businesses before this. So I lock in. I get obsessed with, obsessed with things that I learn. Mm -hmm. So I would, say, I would say I got obsessed, but I, I, I never got obsessed, and then the success had come in that fast. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that made it even, you know what I mean? You got, you, you're obsessed with something, and then you get the high? Right. It's like, okay. And then it happened again the following week. And here I went from broke to in, like, in four weeks, $21,000 in the bank. And that's a lot of money. Yo, can you teach that obsession? Or is, is that something you're born with? Or is it, is it some, so let me, let me ask you. Say you took a, I don't know, a mentee, and you know one of the keys to success is developing that obsession, right? Mm -hmm. Is that something that you can teach? I don't know. Here's my answer. I don't think you can teach obsession or sense of urgency. <clears throat> I think... People, some, a lot of people, people just are, some people are naturally lazy and they're okay with mediocre. I've never been that person. So you, you can have all the talent. Matter of fact, I'm not the smartest guy. Like I, I'm dyslexic, so I have a hard time reading, mm. right? Long books. Um, I don't do, I don't do, I don't do well. I'd barely pass high school, just stuff like that. So for me, um, I'm, I'm not the smartest, but, you know, being, I found something that I want to become. I was obsessed with just entrepreneurship to begin with, period. And then to find this, I had a passion with real estate already. So to find these two and be able to merge them together, it's just crazy. But to answer your question, I don't think you can teach somebody to have that obsession with things. I mean, you've got to be passionate about something, mm -hmm. but to just become a driven, obsessed person, I don't know if that's teachable. I could teach you business all day long. Right. But to have fire, I don't know if I can teach you fire. Mm, what are some, I, I, there has to be some way, I mean, to, to develop that. Because some people say, well, you got to find your why. But I guess this is what I find. People say, yo, my kids are my why. This is why I got to grind. But three months later, they don't feel like grinding. I don't know if it's, <laughs> your kids are less important now. I don't know. Probably is, right? yeah. It's so grind. what do you give, what do you tell those people who get these start, stop, start, stop, start, stop? What do you tell those people? It's usually, um, Usually, whatever the, the situation you're in that made you start, you're really not that uncomfortable, hmm. right? It's, somebody might have lit a fire on you. You might have went to, you might have heard YouTube videos. You might have heard E.T. speak, and you're like, you all fired up, but it don't last. Hmm. Like, like it, uh, that's firewood. I'm cold, right? So I, my thing's burning for a long time. Hmm. And um, I don't, I, if, you're, if you start and stop, I tell people in this business all the time. If you're thinking of giving up 30, 60 days into this, you're better off. You, somebody pitched you a get-rich-quick scheme, mm -hmm. and that's not what this is. And I think a lot of people, when they don't hit that, they do, when they do things for money, mm -hmm. you ain't going to last. I know it sounds cliche as I don't know what, but if you do things for money and try to, you ain't going to last. Wow. 
One thing I, I know is your brand is like electrifying. Like you have built a personal brand. Well, do you think most, do you think, what percentage of your sex success comes from your knowledge of real estate and what percentage at this level comes from just your brand, the way you've been able to attract people? Um, I would say revenue wise on paper, it's probably 30, 40% of what I generate in a year comes from the brand. Mm. Um, and that could just be anything, right? Um, but I think, you know, I, one thing that I, my brand helps me with is a lot of JV deals. I have people that, JV. A joint ventures, when, when I do a 50-50 partnership with somebody on a mm. property that they're not sure if they can get rid of, yeah. or somebody calls me for advice and my team takes over and we handle it, we do a lot of that too, because we teach them along the way. Um, so you. You know, I follow a guy named Gary V. You know, he talks about how important brand is, and he's right. In one year, I've been able to change a lot, right? Mm -hmm. You know, I sell through brand. I don't, I don't have to sell. I don't have to get on here and tell you buy, 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 buy. Like it's it's a branding, and it's a long term play. Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, that a lot of people they and they might even look at you like, yo, you only been doing real estate two years. I've been doing real estate for 20. He doesn't know half the stuff I know, but you're more successful. Absolutely. It's, you know, the highest paid basketball player, the highest paid football player is not necessarily the best. Carmelo mm -hmm. Anthony just made X amount of dollars and paid, what, a couple games? So his game to check ratio is unbelievable. Wow. That don't mean he's the best player, right? I just, I mean, Michael Jordan is the highest paid basketball player, not even of his time. Right. So. That argument is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so how, like, what is it that you're doing that all these other people in the real estate space aren't? Because respectfully, you're like, especially the only African-American that I've seen with a brand like that in real estate. I have a long-term goal, and it doesn't include selling you something right now. Explain that. Break that down. From so I mean, so, with, with, so in the wholesaling real estate space, I have the largest audience. I know that, and I know it won't last forever. But at the same time, I'm not asking you to buy something from me. Now, yeah, of course, I'll do a conference once a year, but I'm not asking you to purchase a course. Now, there's nothing wrong with that, right? You have different strategies on how to market yourself or your business. I'm probably leaving anywhere from three to $5 million a year on the table by not having a course, mm. right? Real numbers. And that's fine because the long-term play I have is, you know, I want 150000 a speech, mm. right? So that's like, that's down the rest, four years down the road. That's after you build this mega brand. So I'm leaving five, three, five million dollars on the table now by not selling you something. But in the, in the return when I'm older and when I can continue to speak forever, I can, I can walk into a business and get paid, you know, two quarter million dollars for a consultant fee or whatever that brand takes me. Like, like, like Gary Vee says, I think personal brand is going to be the next billion dollar it. Like, mm. like you listen, celebrities and sports players, they're all fading. I mean, think about it. Think about how relevant the best athlete in football is right now. Who is the best athlete in football? I mean, Tom Brady, I suppose. But you yeah. only think about him during you know <laughs> what I'm saying? So, so, again. so think about think about the lines that celebrities used to like celebrities showing up at this store. Think about the lines that used to bring. Mm 
Mm -hmm. Don't bring that no more. Mm -hmm. Now it's like, yo, Jake Paul's at this Coliseum and it's a line around the corner. Mm -hmm. Dude built a personal brand, makes a million dollars a month from YouTube. Mm -hmm. like, like you can have a brand and make money and not sell to your consumers. My thing is, how is it, how would selling to your people right now, your audience right now, prevent you from building that? Like, what's the philosophy behind that? I don't, I don't think, it, that's what I'm saying. I don't think it's wrong. I think that's my, my approach to the business is that I didn't want to sell now to the audience. And I just, and listen, it's my own thought and it might not even be right, mm -hmm. but I'm willing to take that risk. I see people before me that sell, 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 and they're no longer here. Right. So I'm like, so, you know, people think, like, you're, you're, everybody is a consumer. So you look and you're like, Yo, who's the next guru? Who's, oh, you're it now. Because a lot of people message me and a lot of people send me DMs or like, yo, where can I buy your course? I don't have one. Right. It's not that I'm saying anybody that has a course is bad. I'm just saying I don't have one. So I, 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 I hope in the long play that what I'm doing is worth it. Mm -hmm. And we'll see. Well, I, I don't know though. So your thought process is just, yo, I don't... It's something in me, because I think a lot of, even a lot of the stuff that I do, I'm sure a lot of stuff you do is based on maybe something you really can't explain, but I feel like this, it needs to look like this, or I feel like I need to make this move. So you're saying, I just feel like I don't want to sell nothing right now until you feel it, right? Yeah. Which I think we were having a conversation of an outlier, somebody who is on top and they try to put somebody else on to take their place, but it never really happens, mm -hmm. right? And I think a lot of it may be that feeling because you can't manufacture that feeling that you get when you see something different, right? I think, it's, I, I think a lot of people tell me that being authentic has helped me. Mm. Like, some, like, I've seen people after me create YouTube channels only to sell their It's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today told from a unique black perspective from bobby smyrta to the wire michelle obama to reparations there's no limit to the range of black stories black truths i listen and i'm enjoying these conversations that are for us by us black representation Again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir, turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR wherever you get podcasts. 
All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. and it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash socialproof. That's netsuite.com slash socialproof. netsuite.com slash socialproof. Hey, y'all, I ain't going to lie, man. They sent me this Ufi lock. Think about being on the couch. Someone rings the doorbell. Your child left their key at school. And they need you to get off the couch to open the door. Well, you don't have to do it anymore with this Eufy lock. You can open, unlock, see who's at the door all on your phone. It's super easy to install. You can set up with just a Phillips screwdriver, no drilling required. It's keyless entry. So it's no more fumbling for your keys when your hands are full coming from the grocery store. 0.3 second fingerprint recognition. Listen, you put your fingerprint on there. You don't have, even if you got you got your bags, you put one finger out there, boop, you get to unlock your door. That way, no battery anxiety. You don't have to worry about the battery dying. Quick charging, it's incredible. Also, passcode unlocking and remote control with a 2K clear sight camera so you can see who's at the front door. You're in control anywhere from the app. Enhanced night vision. It's absolutely incredible. No monthly fee either. So unlike other brands that charge a monthly fee, you have you have uh, recordings locally, and you don't have to pay for the storage. Customer support is on 10. Listen, Ufi is on standby for you 24-7, so you can enjoy a worry-free experience with an 18-month warranty, all backed by our professional customer service team. Listen, you can contact them anytime, telephone, email, or live chat. Okay, listen, you need this Eufy lock. You need to look it up. All you have to do is go to the official website, Eufy, E-U-F-Y dot com. I just ordered mine, okay? I love this product. It is incredible. It's a game changer. It makes life so much easier, right? So if you have a video doorbell already or any smart lock, it's, it's, it's time to replace it. It's time to replace it. So listen, search Eufy. E-U-F-Y, video lock. Search Eufy 
Video Lock. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Or visit eufyofficial.com forward slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. Okay? You can get a complete control of your front door, your life, back door, incredible. Okay? So search Eufy, E-U-F-Y Video Lock, or visit eufyofficial.com forward slash video lock. Of course. People see that. Yeah. Like people, like consumers can pick that out. Now your course can be bomb mm-hmm. and it actually be worth more than anything I can put out. But the intentions behind what you're doing is so important. Yeah. There's so, it's such a negative conversation right now behind courses. Mm-hmm. Like because it's been oversaturated with a lot of gimmicks. Right. So I decided to go left when everybody was going right. I don't know. We'll see what happens. <laughs> I, I do. I got to ask you a very serious question. So to go from broke mm-hmm. two years later, multimillionaire, how does that play on your, your brain, your friends, your own arrogance? Like, do you have to sometimes back yourself back? Okay, you, you feel yourself too much. Or wh- like, what is that process? What is that like for you? You know, That's I think a lot of money I think, real fast. I think for my personal life, like relationship wise, it's hurt some things. Um, and the DMs go crazy. Got to. Yeah, it is crazy um, <laughs> for the wrong reasons. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like personal relationships with uh, women are is hard. It's harder. Why is it harder? I mean, I'm not even nowhere near like a celebrity or anything like that. But I think when money is the main focus of like of when I, I don't know, people people act different around money. Like when they know you have money, it just it, things you just can't you don't know if it's authentic. Mm. Right. But, but it, it could be authentic. It's just could. in your mind. It's could. Like, yeah, it could be. And I think a lot of people struggle with that. Mm-hmm. Not just me. I think a lot, even even somebody, you know, making six, seven, you know, six figures a year, I think mm-hmm. they think that same thing too. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's here there. And I think like, I think I don't, I haven't, I wake up every day and be like, man, is it real? So mm-hmm. I haven't hit that. I, I don't think I ever will because it's not my personality. I don't have arrogance. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like, Things have changed where I used to worry about like $21 this. I don't have to worry about that part. Mm-hmm. Or when I used to worry about, okay, let me book the best flight on the best day. I get, like I'll fly first class now. Mm-hmm. Small things have changed, but really in the grand, grand scheme of stuff, and like, like flying first class to me is more of who I meet in first class. Mm-hmm. It's changed. Mm-hmm. I've met like crazy business people in first class that like mentor me on like things. Wow. You know what I'm saying? I've met... Some of the like I met a real good CPA on on the flight one time sitting first mm-hmm. class. So just being in that spending that extra three hundred bucks on the ticket put me in a circle which I know proximity now. I understand proximity. That proximity those ten seats sitting in the first class is mm-hmm. just different. Wow. Um, it was something you were saying earlier. I don't know who you were talking to, but you was looking on your phone and you was like, man, they they want to put me in first class, but if my people ain't in first class, ah, I don't really like to do it. Yeah. I think that, I, I would imagine you were like that before you got the money. Yeah, I mean, I never sat in first class before I got the money. Mm-hmm. But, like, in, like if, if I'm out in my, like, if anybody knows me, if we go out to eat, I'm paying. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, it's just, just how I am. You know, I just, that's the things I like to do. But, you know, you, you want to see your peoples come up with you. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, it makes sense. But, you know, I was booking a flight to St. Louis which we leave in the morning, me and my camera guy, I'm not going to put Dave 
in the economy if I'm sitting in first class. So it's either we both sit in the economy or we both sit in first class. Mm. It, don't, it don't make no I ain't bougie. Mm-hmm. So we both sitting in first class though. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you get what I'm saying though. Right, you know right. what I mean? It's like spend that, spend that little extra money for because you know when people are loyal to you, like people that work with you, mm-hmm. for you and with you, man, you got to respect that. And mm-hmm. I think that's really one of the big things that's kept me humble Right. Even though I don't have any kids, I have a family inside of the workplace. Mm -hmm. And I think when you get wealthy, like playing an individual sport, like even though you're like a basketball player and makes a 200 million dollar contract, he really I mean, he might have employees, but I have direct relationship. Like I'm not talking about my cook or nothing. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about like I have a direct thing with my employees. So I think that's kept me humble. Like, you know, I I don't know. I I don't I don't think I'll ever get arrogant. Yeah. Things will change. The things I buy will change. The places I sleep and live will change. But I'm just me. I was already rich a long time ago. I just never had the money. How do you get people to realize that? That they're rich. Like, what do you mean by rich? I was already mentally, like, like how I dress now and how I acted then and how I act now is the same when I was living in my mom's house. Like, I'm st- my, my clothes are still ironed. My shoes are still clean. Like, you can't tell the difference. Like, and not only that, mentally, I was already, I was already rich. Like, I just didn't have the money. Mm-hmm. That makes sense, right? Poor is a mind state, rich is a mind state, mm-hmm. right? Wow. Right? If you're poor, that's a, that's a mind frame. If you're rich, that's a mind frame. Like, I've been broke. I've never been poor. Mm. Right? So, like, there's a, there's a big difference. Question for you. Who made who great? Did Michael Jordan make Phil Jackson look like the greatest coach ever, or did Phil Jackson make Michael Jordan the greatest player ever? Well, who made who great? Well, I think if you look, um, man, I'm not really a big basketball person, but if I had to answer that question, I'm going to say Michael Jordan made Phil Jackson look great because I don't know if he was able to do that without that type of talent again. You know what the thing is, though? I feel like it's, it's more so the coach than the player because Mike didn't have no rings before Phil. Kobe didn't have no rings before Phil. And I think if you had the right coach or mentor, that's what pulls out that star player. So how you explain New York? What do you mean? New York, being a G, he being a GM over in New York. Oh, it's just not his thing. He, I don't know if he can run an organization, <laughs> but in terms of pouring into a player, yeah. that's going to pour into the rest of his team. You feel me? Yeah. So Steve Kerr, right? Mm-hmm. He's the... Um, He's a coach over at Golden coach State. Coach of Golden State, right? And I think he might have adopted a philosophy to take a group of talented people, but they weren't like superstars before he came. But to make them all, I just feel like it's, it's more the coach than the player. But in your situation, you didn't necessarily have a coach, right? It was just... You two. You were yeah. Mike. You were Jordan. So nobody yeah. made you. No, nobody didn't make me, I think. I mean, my mom and dad did, but other than that... You know, I think just grit and hustle made me. Mm. Circumstances. What's your study schedule like? Oh, Sundays. So every Sunday is where I, I pour into myself. So I no longer watch uh, sports. So I don't consume any type of sports. I don't. I couldn't tell you who won MVP of the Super Bowl. I didn't know who was going to the Super Bowl mm-hmm. until you know it's a big spectrum. Right. You end up finding out. But um, I educate myself on a website. I I, I get I get a lot of courses. Mm-hmm. And I watch them and just to better myself. And it, even if it's just like learning how to run Facebook ads, even though I hire an agency, mm-hmm. 
it don't matter. I still know. I still know enough to where they can't play me. Right. You know what I mean. Right. So just anything. Like I like I, right now, I'm studying how to how to write copy. And I'm a terrible writer. Obviously, you see, I'm a terrible <laughs> reader. But I need to understand how the emails work and all that stuff. So just always Sundays is how I pour into myself, mm. and I listen to audio books as much as I can. Gotcha. Two more questions. One, if there's there's somebody out there right now, mm. um, and they have a thousand dollars and they want to get into business and they want to do something, they're not sure what it is. Mm. What would you recommend? I would say put that thousand dollars in their pocket. And uh, there's so much things you can do out here without having money. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying like money to buy the product or money to buy the, the, the thing. There's so many things you can do, but I think more importantly before you go spend a dime is really pour into yourself. Like, like money comes and goes. Mm-hmm. I can be broke tomorrow. It could all come crumbling down tomorrow. But what I have between my ears, I'm going to get it back. Mm-hmm. Right? Never fear of losing it because I know I can get it back. You can't take away from me what's right here. And I'm not even talking about book smarts because I told you I barely passed high school. Mm-hmm. I didn't go to college. But what I'm saying is being able to educate yourself on things and pouring into yourself. There's a, right now we're in the information age, mm-hmm. right? We were just speaking at a school today and the students there don't remember life before internet. Being 34, I'm on that teeter line. I, I remember when AOL and Netscape just got here. DOS. So, you know, <laughs> oh, I, I remember <laughs> DOS last year. Yeah, I know, how to, I know how to write DOS. So to be able to actually um, see the both ends of it, we're in an information age now. I think there's too much information in this world for anybody to cry broke. And the access to it is so, the barrier to get the access to it is so low. Mm. It's like a straw on the ground. You just got to step over that. Mm. So anything you want to learn how to do, you can do that without actually spending money at first. Now, I'm not saying you don't have to spend money to educate yourself, but get to the point where you know this is something that you want to do. Gotcha. So if you want to be a wood, like a, what do you call it, a person, a carpenter, mm-hmm. you can find out a lot of carpenter stuff online. If you want to be a welder, if you want to own your own salon, I mean, I can just keep going and going. Mm-hmm. If you want to start a t-shirt company, there's millions on videos on how to start a t-shirt company but then once you say okay this is it then go find the person that you want to actually teach you buy their course or make them be your personal mentor whatever it is go watch their car for free just so you can hang around them mm-hmm. and do that so put that thousand dollars up buy a lot of ramen noodles and just just be ready for the storm i love it last question i do is at the end in all my wrap-ups give me a prediction i like to make predictions of Max Maxwell five to ten years from now. What what can we say on camera right now so that five, ten years from now we look at it like, yo, Max said he was gonna do that on the podcast five years ago. And look at him, he did it. So what 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 can you say? Yeah, so I would say five, ten years from now, um one thing this is gonna come left field. I will own a, a large agency, a marketing agency. Um, mm. I will also be, I would also, I'm also going to own a very, very large real estate empire, uh, especially in 10 years. When you say large agency, how yeah. large? Uh, 500, large 500 plus employees. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 500 plus. What does it take to run an organization? I don't know. I don't employees? know yet, but if you follow me on YouTube, you're going to find out. 
or watch this. If you're watching this and it's already five years from today, you can ask him how they do it. And he's got more answers for it, sure. It'll be on YouTube. Because <laughs> I'm going to document the whole thing. Yeah. Why agency? Um, I don't know yet. I, I just know that I, I did the type of work before. I understand it. And uh, it's a good way to have your pulse, your hand, your, your, the pulse on the markets and, and mm -hmm. brands and everything. So there's a, there'll be alternative motive to it somehow. Yeah. Do you see anything coming up next, like the next trend? Do you see the next wave? Do you see what's going to be happening later? Um, I believe that a lot of more personal brands are going to happen. I think you're going to see a lot more places like these pop up mm -hmm. that individuals own. I think it's going to be weird when you see uh, a kid comes out of high school and he's making... I mean, it's happening now, but more kids are financially independent, making more money than their parents mm. at, a, at right out of high school by becoming their own brand and, and controlling. Because right now, there's no middleman to your consumer. Mm. It's direct to consumer. Yeah. So I think there's going to be that shift in that. And I think, uh, I think a lot of, I think 10 years from now, a lot of brands that we know that are here now won't be here. Big ones. What do you think the fall off is going to be? Um, people are people. The, the the grasp of the information age and the young, like the the the, the thirteen and eleven, twelve year olds now, are going to change the game. Mm, meaning, y'all better mentor some thirteen. I'm about to go on and get me a little thirteen, fourteen year old. <laughs> put them under my wing. They think different. They see it different. They see it different. So uh, please let everybody know where to find you. And yes, Max Maxwell will be speaking at the Real Social Proof Conference. Make sure y'all in the building. Shake his hand, meet him. So um, yeah, please just tell everybody how to meet, how to find you, how to follow you. Uh, if you search Max Maxwell on YouTube, Instagram, uh, any other platform. You're hard to find. I'm not hard to find. Max Maxwell. There it is. See, that's what I'm talking about. He ain't plugged no course. He ain't plugged no website. He's like, yo, find me, Max Maxwell. So, yo, thank you so much. Appreciate man. you having me. I appreciate man. it. I can thank see you. myself watching this over and over again because, like, you really got, like, my mind turning on a whole nother yeah. level. So, make sure y'all follow Max Maxwell, man. See y'all on Social Proof. Peace. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Mm -hmm.